Hey everyone, and welcome to Drinking by Stormlight, a podcast where we read high fantasy and review mid-tier wines. <laughs> um, I am the resident uh, uh, cosmonaut as we begin our, or well, continue our journey through uh, Brandon Sanderson's um, magnum opus, starting with The Way of Kings. The Way of Kings. I am your resident noob. (laughs) (laughs) I do not read fantasy, and so this is essentially you telling me what I need to know during the book. Fantastic. And uh, uh, so as she goes through this Way of Kings, she doesn't really have a lot of background in the Cosmere, so I find this fascinating to uh, see your perspective and to see how you... Uh, read it without knowing a lot of the various cameos and things that pop up. Yes. Um, so today for the wine review, we are changing it up hey. a little bit. And instead of doing wine, we're doing this crazy thing I saw at the base called Golden Drock. Golden Drock. Yeah, and it even came with these tiny little cups. Very cute. Very, very festive. Cute. Very festive. And I was wondering, why do they come in this tiny little glass? Because it's a beer. And you think, oh, well, it should come... Like, like a pint glass. With pint glasses, exactly. Uh, and it turns out it's 10.5% alcohol. So, uh... Yeah. I, you told me that was... I, I forgot. What is beer normally? I think beer is normally like 4.7, 4.8. Oh, okay. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is basically a wine. Okay. Uh, carbonated. It's, it looks cool. <laughs> it certainly does. I guess it's supposed to mean golden dragon. Mm. And uh, shall we try? We should see how it feels about it, you know. <sighs> I gotta say, uh, yeah, I kind of like it. That's pretty. That's pretty rich. <laughs> There's a lot to it. Yeah, I, I could mean, definitely get addicted to this stuff. This I'm is not good. much of a beer drinker, but it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm in this. It's uh, it's what, what, what did we say? Rich and like rich? it tastes caramely. Yeah. I don't know yeah. caramely. No? No, no. Mm. Definitely. Definitely a lot of head in this cup. Like, it's mostly full. Yeah, that was annoying. That's annoying. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, this thing is delicious. Yeah, no, I would definitely drink it again. Okay. Today we're doing chapter 29 mm-hmm. through chapter... 40. 40. Fantastic. So yeah, I read, I read chapter 40. You read chapter 40. Yes. Okay, so I guess uh, I'll start with just chapter recapping 20. all the chapters, and then you just jump well, on with... So twenty nine. Okay, chapter twenty nine. What happens again? So this is Shallon. Yeah. Okay. And she's talking to uh, her brothers over span rigs, and they're talking about how we're gonna steal Jasna's soulcaster. And he's talking about how he's got some pressure going on back home. Oh, uh, you know those friends of of the dad came and they suggested that uh, maybe we should turn the soulcaster like they're part of some mafia right. or something. Now I, I think. That Brandon Sanderson's trying to get us on Shallon's side a little bit. Like, feel for her. I'm still on the fence. (laughs) But you don't think Shallon's totally, like, redeemable character? I think that she could be redeemable. I'm just not in that part of the story yet. Right now, to me, she's just this thief, which... I kind of see that there's like a theme of thieves going on throughout these chapters, mm. but she's trying to steal the soulcaster, which I I just reading the chapter I like Jasna. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with Jasna so far that I know of. She's just this really nice, great character who's taken Shallon under her wing, and has given her confidence in herself, and and pushes Shallon to think out loud and. You know what? You don't have to suppress all of your wittiness. What? Why don't you be a little more wittier? You know, like she embraces Shallon's cleverness. When I'm pretty sure Shallon says that anytime she was working with their tutors, they would like suppress it. Don't you dare speak like that. And here you have Jasna, this this woman with a big heart, who's <laughs> who's taken Shallon and just has kind of made her into this 
this better person, essentially. She's got more confidence. She's enjoying herself. And here's, you know, you know all because of Jasna. And Challen's like, hmm, when am I going to steal your soul caster? You know, I'm still on the fence about Challen. I'm supposed to like her, I think. Uh-huh. Brandon Sanderson wants me to feel for her because she's got all these family issues. Right. But then yeah. it's... I'm just not there yet with Shallon. And I feel like I should be. Well, and I, I don't know what you were thinking when you read it. Um, I just know that uh, if you don't like Shallon now... Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of backstory with this crazy person. Oh, and, she crazy? Uh, what do we know? You just... She is a wild ride. Okay. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. I don't like Shallon because she... Uh, what? She, she might steal something? Like... Oh, no. <laughs> this conversation and be like, oh my god, what? I thought that was a big deal. Oh, oh my god. Oh no. So am I on the right track with Shallon? Uh, kind of. Kind okay. of. You're going to have this like love to hate her, hate to love her kind mm-hmm. of relationship with her. Uh, but but what he's trying to do here, babe, is he's trying to set up this, this secret organization that is uh, connected with her father. Yes, I understand. So that. there's symbols. Do they name them? I don't remember. What mm. symbols you're talking about to talk about a lot of The symbols. little diamond symbols yes, around yes. the thumb. Yes. Yeah, so that's important. Okay. And uh, these guys are in this, like, secret society that are kind of bullying his dad. Is it like the mob? It kind of sounds like the mob. It's the mob, but, like, expanded to, like... It's shady. A lot of things. It's yeah, yeah, no, it's, like, shady. super shady. Yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, so are they all... She's somehow interconnected into the bigger story. Right. Or just, yeah, yeah, So this is just the beginning of Shallon. This is just the beginning of Shallon. Oh. Yeah, this is the very wow. beginning of Shallon. Well, Shallon, if, she's not on, if I'm not on her side <laughs> now... The next book is her book. It's her book. Yeah, okay. it's like this now, book you get in Kaladin's flashbacks. Next book I, you get I say this, I but I was intrigued by her story. Mm. Like, I was enjoying reading about her. It is one of the reasons... She is one of the reasons that I believe that traveling is good for all people. Like, everyone should travel in their life. Because, what, she went to Carbranth and saw a bunch of stuff? Yeah, I mean, she was just, like, in her little bubble, and she was just, like, kind of mousy and witty, but, you know, and then she went to Carbranth and was, like, learning under Jasna, and she seems to have kind of, like, blossomed a little bit. Well, maybe not necessarily traveling, is important for Shallon, but Shallon definitely needs to have different people around her, her what's going on and what she came up with. Uh-huh. Yeah. But if she didn't travel and, and go Jasna, to the anybody under Jasna would become an amazing human being. Like be ultimately better than who they were just because of Because Jasna's because Jasna's Because Jasna makes you do that. Like she has this way about her where she just yeah. forces you to be better. She's misunderstood, I think. Because yeah. I know the Ardents, right? Ardents yeah, hate yeah. her. Yeah, they hate her because she's a heretic. Yeah, this is... And um, this this chapter uh, was named Arrogance, and this is where they're talking about, uh, hey, look at these these scholars are so assured and, and overstate their cases and, you know, uh, seem to like be a little bit full of themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's telling because that's basically the... the uh, ultimate fault of the intellect is that it's always more, it's overconfident in its own abilities. So, like, Jasna kind of embodies that a little bit. So, okay. like, she is hyper-intellectual. Yeah. Right? And so she decides that there is no God, for example. Now, in the real world, that could be, you know, here or there, whatever. But in this fantasy world... That's a big deal. There is clearly something going on. Right? Right. Her, her uncle... Right? Mm-hmm. Dalinar. Is having visions. Is literally having visions. Her dad has visions. a fucking prophet. Yeah. And Jasmine's like, ah, yeah, nah, that's all crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, even his own son who's there watching the visions thinks it's crap. So you can't exactly fault her for that. True. I but mean, like, they thought her dad was having visions and they're like, he's going a little crazy. I think this is maybe a little seed to be like, oh, hey, they're judging these scholars for being arrogant in their intellectual prowess. And then you're supposed to love Jasmine because she's a super intellectual. But, like, hey, by the way, I no, 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 there is a problem with that. love yeah. her because she's super intelligent. It's also the way she goes about teaching Shallon. I like. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. But I also thought it was funny because that, uh, so Shallon was like, you know, these people are arguing to prove their point rather than arguing to, like, get 
to the answers, I guess. They're just arguing to say, like, you need to think what I think. And the other person's like, you need to think what I think. Right. And I was like, well, that's, that's, that's life now, isn't it? Oh, for sure. No yeah. one listens to the other side. They but, just care about getting their point across. And they're not going to listen. But they expect you to listen. Right. And to the point where, like, if you tell them any facts to the contrary, no. they're not even listening. Yeah. But yeah. no. Like, I saw something today where some lady was like, oh, I know the truth, so I don't really have to listen to what other people have to say. And you're like, well, that is the opposite of what Jasmine would tell you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you said in your head? No, but that is, you know, not, yeah. yeah. That's really funny. Anyways, this is where she first uh, draws these cryptics. You got Wait, the symbols with yes. the heads. The head symbol dudes. Is this, this is when they met the king and the king sat down with them? Yeah. And, and she's she like, was oh, just, I'll draw you, Mr. King, dude. Is this equivalent to Dalinar's uh, visions a little bit? It, it, yeah, it's, it could because consider she, it something similar, yes. she wasn't paying attention. She was just kind of going about and seeing. It was just like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? And she like freaked out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something similar. Uh, Dalinar is seeing... Another, um, crap. The D- Dalinar's visions are coming from another plane of existence. Okay. And so are Shallon's. Yeah. But Shallon's plane of existence is, that she is seeing is different than Dalinar's plane of existence that he is seeing. Does that make any sense? No. So the visions are related in that they're not from the physical realm. Are they from, like, the past? No. They're from, like, well, it could above? Be with Dalinar's case. I don't know. But they're, they're <laughs> just different... They're different. So okay. they are similar in the fact that it's not like but they're what, just what not is actually now. in the same way. That's right. Okay, that's what I kind of was like, huh. They're, they're similar, but completely different. Same kind of mechanics, huh. maybe. So they're the same, but they're not the same. That's right. It's, it's something to do with their budding... We'll find out later. You'll find out later. They're yes. budding what? They're budding developments. Huh. If okay. you will. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to note that in that chapter... What's the king's name again, by the way? You talking about the gold guy? Yeah. Old Tarek. guy? Old guy, gold guy? What's his Taravangian, name? Honey. Taravangian. I didn't know how to pronounce it. Mm. Taravangian. He and seems okay. On the reread, uh-huh. there's like little things that he did when he introduced Taravangian that like have paid off in this last book, Rhythm of War. And you're like, Wow. Was this all planned from the beginning? This is absolutely amazing. I just can't even... I just can't even believe it. Like, the level of detail the way to this book. Anyway. I can say it, but that's like How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> when I what? rewatched How I Met Your Mother, the things that they put in throughout the episode, which took place in the last season, uh-huh. like, did you have this plan? Did you plan this out? Or did you just go, oh, this is a nice thing? Yeah. And just kind of, oh, that was a funny coincidence. That's funny. I don't know. Mm. And then it goes back to Kaladin. And, uh, love you know. good old Calvin. Set a good leader. Just oh, I, love him. Oh, I love him. He's great. He's like, they're not, you know, as long as we have, like, obedience, we're okay. At this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. With with his, sorry. He, when he's working with his, um, the bridge crew or whatever, I don't think he has their respect or loyalty. Oh, right. But he has their obedience. Right. So they're at least listening to him. So it's like a slow process, which I'm like, well, you know, he's such a good leader. Like, he'll eventually... He'll win the hearts and minds later, but at least now he has some kind of buy-in. Yeah. Whether it's being forced or otherwise. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so this is when like uh, Gaz, he uh, talks about he doesn't have an eye. Yeah. actually kind of an important detail to know about Gaz, by the way. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. I was like, I don't remember them saying he didn't have an eye, but... Yeah, he doesn't have an eye. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, they're like, oh, should we kill Kaladin? Uh, but he's like, oh, no, I don't want to lose his bribes. And Lemarle is telling him right. that I uh, don't make him a martyr. He says, okay, forget it. But then uh, he watches them do this side carry thing. About that side carry, so... I, they're watching him do the side carry. Did did no one pick up on the fact that if they do the side carry, that the arrows won't hit them? Like no one looked at that and thought, hmm, that they're not going to die that way. Like no one watching them thought about it. I just I find that kind of like a big plot hole. Well, because in, the book. in order to use it as a shield, like he has to do more than just carry it on the side. 
It's like in my head, I'm watching. Well, because yeah. in my head, I'm watching them running in a straight line. Mm-hmm. They pick the bridge up and they yeah. put it on the side of them. Yeah, but they're well, still running straight. I guess like so. The arrows are still coming at your face. So if they tell Gaz, "Oh, I'm just getting my muscles," he's like, "Yeah, that makes sense." You know, he's not putting together that they're going to, like, do some crazy flanking maneuvers so they can approach at 45-degree <laughs> angles with this bridge in the way. Like, and also that's insane to do that because it's such an awkward thing to do. You imagine, what is it? Is it five people in a row? Okay. And somehow you have to, like, push this thing up yeah. and then put it at an angle from yeah. you. All five of these people. And imagine the guy on the far right. <laughs> trying to push it over to the left. Like, he's barely got a handle on it, you know? So they're just underestimating them. Oh, yeah. That's the way mm. I see it. A grave error. <laughs> grave error for Lamar, especially. Yeah. I just, I really don't like Gaz. He's just, I hate people like him. They're just, they're just miserable. They have nothing, like, nothing else is going on in their life. So they're just... Uh, not profiting, but, like, they just don't care about mm. other people, I guess. It just, I don't know. His his character bothers me. Yeah. Yeah, well, get used to gas. Oh, great. Yeah, because for some reason, that little guy is just... just cannot die. Is there just, is something uh, about his character. I, ju- I don't like it. He's got some plot armor, and he's going to be around for quite a while. Mm. There's always a character like Gaz mm. in other things, you know? Mm-hmm. I just I've seen his character pop up in 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 different shows and movies, like the bad guys. Like you should have died a while ago. <laughs> Why are you still here? I mean, he's not even like a main bad guy. No, I know. I I see I see him in lots of like TV shows and books or or no a lot yeah. of actually a lot of TV shows and you're like, did he hasn't lost his contract yet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's but. pretty funny. All right, so moving on. Uh, this is another flashback chapter where. Uh, Liren is, he's kind of, he got drunk. Liren and he's like, drunk? yeah, his dad. Oh, I just love He's like, oh, don't come back here. These people are horrible. You yeah. know, they're stopped giving donations to us uh, about this whole sphere issue. Roshone is, is being a total jerk. Um, yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand that. Why does Roshone, Roshone? Yeah. Why does he have it out for... For Liren. Because wasn't it a thing, like, when he first showed up? Yeah, he's that like, you're the reason that I've been up. here? You're the reason that I'm here. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, actually, he's not the reason you're here. Like, you screwed over someone else and got stuck here. Like, the king was going to die You actually find out why Roshon is there later. Which I, I'm sure it has back. nothing to do with Liren. Yeah. Well, also... Uh, it's not like Liren, like, if Liren had that much pull to get Roshon in there, Liren would get himself out. True. But there's also the matter with the spheres. So, it's, like, Roshon oh, right. was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This guy who was dying on a bed that you were treating just happened to, like, yes. give all of it to you. It's the very, you hmm. know. Very curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one ends up with the pogrom. The villagers are uh, basically at his door with, like, pitchforks yes. and stuff coming at him. Okay. I don't understand how... So I know that they've always been kind of, like, weary of Liren. And because, you know, he's a surgeon, they don't understand it. And he... They think he's some sort of pervert who likes to slice up bodies. But he's been there, I mean, for how long has he been in this town? And how did Rashon poison everyone's mind in the town against Liren? Like, this whole, like, mob mentality thing, I just don't understand how someone who is such a pillar in the community, people can just attack all of a sudden. It's like, Blaren didn't do anything. This is this new lord that's in your town is the guy that everyone should be hating on. He's the, you know, I don't, I don't understand how they did that. I hate to do, like, a real-world correlation Especially one that's so controversial, but this is literally the first thing that pops in my head. So, uh. Oh no. Yeah, I'm gonna go here. Oh no, don't yeah, go there. Yeah, I'm gonna go here. So, here it is. Here it is. Uh, so, the, the surgeons are in a class that's like above the normal dark eyes. No, I understand. But they're not the necessarily middle. the light eyes. They're like in the middle somewhere. You're talking about like the they're, middle class of people? Not just the middle class people, but he's a surgeon specifically. He's a talented uh, uh, person who's kind of mistrusted. But he's like super hyper smart. Yeah. And he kind of exists outside of the power structure. So like 
even the last, not Rashon, but Wistio, like, yeah, he has, you know, the surgeon fits into the non, but he's also, like, critically important to everybody. I, I, you know, I don't know. He's, he, he, and so, and in fact, that, like, they had a group of, like, a mob come out to the front of their house with, like, pitchforks and stuff, and they're all part of the community. They all know this guy, and they're, like, trying to, like, kill him, basically. Yeah, it's like It reminds neighbors. me of, of pogroms in, in Eastern Europe, and it basically reminds me of, like, the Jews, uh, you know, who would be bankers and stuff, and normally everyone's cool with them or whatever, despite the fact that they're like, oh. outside the normal structures or whatever. But when anything happens, they're not just Nazis, but like pogroms throughout history, all, all kinds of crazy crap, you know? Like, the, you know, these surgeons are the other in the community. And there's a okay. corollary with like. Everyone, with, let's blame them. Yeah, let's just blame know, them, you I, know? Yeah. These like super smart, skilled guys who would do something kind of shady, you know? Like the, just a conspiracy theory in the group. Do something kind of shady. And so what's Rashon going to do? He's going to come in, and instead of having everybody have heat on him, he's going to like act like he's part of the village now and like point it towards this other, this yeah. surgeon guy Can who's like somehow nice above everyone else. And so that kind of reminds me of that. Okay. Yeah. It's just, it's so sad to think that. His neighbors, like people that he's helped fix and helped their wives give birth and all this other stuff, and then now they're, you know, turned on him so quickly, it seems. I don't know. Yeah, but he also did steal those fears, so. I know. You find that out later. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's one of those things like, well, he did do that. I mean, technically, but no one has proof. They just sort of have a suspicion about it, and then they're just kind of going off of that. I mean, it's a well-founded suspicion. I mean, you were the only dude in this thing. Like, come on. You didn't sign a piece of paper. You didn't do anything. Yeah, but I, I get... Come I on, get, Laren. I kind of get where Laren was coming from a bit. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we're sure. not there yet, though. All right, back so then the, it goes back to the main the side, side, the side carry. Um, oh, this is where Lopin. Lopin. <laughs> the Lopin. Lupin. Yeah, he's a... Uh, he talks he's a, real fast. He's a fan he favorite. He's got the chowder. Chowder. He eats chowder. He has one arm. He has one, one arm. arm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he carries the water. He's the Lopin. He's got tons of cousins, and he knows everybody, and yeah. he's got a network of people. How did he get in there? Does I he... don't remember. Oh. How did he come in? You just read it. Well, I know how... I... Did he just show up and he... say, I want to be a part of this No. Um, well, Kalanen picked him. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, Light of the New Recruits. And yeah. Like, I want you. And he's like, I, Hey, Gacho. <laughs> right. Uh, I guess I was curious of how Lopin got into the, um, how he got arrested or in the slavery. Oh, how he got put into the bridge cruise. Yeah. Yeah, you find out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait. He's the Lopin. That's basically the answer. Oh, cool. I also like Gacho, the way he calls him gotcha. really Gacho. I know, he seems cool. I picture, or I read him with, like, an accent of, of like, a fun accent. Yeah. Mm. You know? I, there's a character from, like, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, where he's like, ow! Or something, like, there's a character, there's a side character who has this, like, thing. He doesn't actually have any dialogue, but that's how I read the Lopin's voice. And I wish I could go find the character who I'm talking about, uh... Because yeah. that's it's like the postman or something, when you, like, uh, meet him walking around Hyrule Field, you talk to him, and the way that he goes, like... I, I, the way he says, like, hello or whatever it is, like, that is None of the that, Lopin voice. None of that made sense to me. I will go show you, because that is the Lopin voice. Okay. Anyways, so this is when they do their uh, their deed. This is when they yes. show up, do their side carry, and uh, wow, did he piss everybody off. I don't understand this. Okay, so they do the side carry. He's one bridge. How right. many bridges are there? There's, uh, there's several. Yeah. So he decides to do the side carry, mm-hmm. okay, because they practiced it, and they're fine. And they put their bridge down, and they get the fuck out of the way. Yep. Okay? And then somehow his one little bridge surviving, which I think they say, like, um, a, maybe, like, a couple people die on these bridges, but not, like, that many people die. It's not like all of them are dying. How would that ensue this... All of this stuff go down. I would say that's a fair, that's a fair critique of the situation. So I, the way I imagined it, because of the criticality of this whole thing, I was like, okay, so what must have happened is Kaladin's bridge must have been one of the first ones, right? Like he must be, he's bridge four, but he's on duty in their rotation. So he must be the lead bridge running. Okay. Okay. So he does his little side carry. 
their bridges either in the line, maybe they're like three deep. So there's like three bridges in a line, and there's like a, like a herd of them but running in file. This is the military. Bridge. So he does a side carry. Mm-hmm. And so the Parshendi are like, oh, no, no, okay, so I'm going to go kill the other two. So they, yeah. can, they can fire more arrows at the other two in his line, right? Which, yeah. But then the ones behind Kaladin see that this guy's using his bridge as a shield go, that is awesome. And so then they start to do it, and they might, like, they might, yeah, they might trip or mess it up. And so then everyone's exposed. You have a couple bridges. Maybe, like, a guy drops a bridge, and the guy behind, the bridge crew behind them crumbles onto them, and then there's just just chaos ensuing, you know? I I kind of get maybe the chaos, but I just don't see how, if, if your entire, what, your entire attack can be dismissed by one little bridge. It just doesn't seem it just doesn't seem plausible or I don't know, just some something's off about your, your form of attack. Well I mean that's what the brush into you attack the bridge. I mean don't the, the soldiers person? have their shields? Yeah, couldn't a soldier pick up a shield and, like... Soldiers have uh, you know, shields. You know, so pick up a really... bridge and make it happen. Like, couldn't that... But I guess, like, the way the battles were going, they're so fast-paced that, like, any delay uh. in getting that bridge in, any delay in getting that bridge in would cause it to, like, be a critical failure in the system. And so when he only has, like, let's say they went out there with 12 bridges, let's mm-hmm. say, like... The first two, one of them was down. Kaladin's bridge made it with maybe one other guys, and then like a couple others were out for like chaos purposes or whatever, trying to emulate it. And maybe a couple tripped on themselves. So like you know, easily that could have been a quarter of the bridge crews actually making it. I get that. To the deal, they're like all scattered too. It just seems odd that they're so. Yeah. That part just seemed a bit far fetched for for me. That they couldn't figure it out with like like one bridge, like I don't know. Right. Well, anyway, it, that, that's the. But way what's it. the word I'm looking for? It, unlikely, you know, unlikely. like improbable that like this chain reaction would happen. What, what one is dude, it when the like they couldn't fix it or or roll with the punches? They couldn't adapt. Yeah, they couldn't adapt. Thank yeah, you. there's no like adaptability or yeah. base of the system. Like they have no <laughs> secondary means. My the the bridge went out. <laughs> the bridge went out. <laughs> well, I guess that they're. Uh, I don't. Oh, I don't God. get it. What do you call it? Yeah, yeah. When you have two anchors on the ship as opposed to one, um, mm-hmm. what do you call that? Mm-hmm. It's just anyway. Yeah, you, but they do have like a bunch of bridge crews because they expect Fusem to die. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? So why don't they have enough to to carry one bridge to another thing? No, that's a very good point. Yeah, very good critique of the situation. Mm-hmm. But I read it. I was like, it, I was like, oh, oh, that's not good. Yeah, the only thing I can think of <laughs> oh, was that, like, he had caused some confusion, and a bunch of bridge crews got tripped up because of it. it and seems, like, oh, oh, I got confused by a bridge crew. So what? They just they lost they lost all, all their minds. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. They beat up Kaladin, and uh, Kaladin says, "Oh, hey, look, uh, keep me alive. I'll tell him, Sadie's, that it wasn't your idea." <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then we learned a couple chapters later that. Uh, well, Lamarol gets executed anyway. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they <laughs> should have killed Kaladin. Not that they should have killed Kaladin, but I mean, I guess Lemuriel should have known, like, I'm, I'm going to die anyway, so I might as well kill you. Yeah. I mean, especially how ruthless. I mean, he should have known. Yeah, he should have known. That he's dying from that. Yeah. I think so. Which is probably why they beat the crap out of Kaladin, to be honest. Well, they can't kill Kaladin. That's. Yeah, Kellen has plot I, I, armor. You can't yeah, kill him. Yeah, he's the main character. You can't just kill the main character. That's why I kind of think I kind of think this is a, like a little bit of an error, or I'm reading into it too much. I don't know. Just think there's a bit of an error in the writing. Right. So then the next chapter is the old somatics chapter, is what it's called, okay. and this is where Shallon's chilling out in the Palladium, mm-hmm. and uh, oh. she goes with the parchment. Has it interesting that there are no books on soul casting in the Palladium? There's no books on soul casting. Right? Because she kept saying that she can't find like she doesn't know how to use it or anything like that. Oh yeah like there's no instruction books. Yeah but she's in there all day like there's no books on it? Like no one decided to write a book on it? 
Well, just, I mean, not. Hmm. I understand that no one's supposed to to do it except for like the Ardens, but somehow Jasna is allowed to do it because she's Jasna. But I just, you know, it kind of seems odd that no one decided to like write it down in case all of the people who know how to use it die. I don't know. It just especially kind of when, when you got a good point. Like especially when they have books in here about. Like, Everything else about, about, about like rumors about ancient things that yeah. someone just like surmised on. Someone's yeah. just guessing, and you're like, uh, you don't have any guess books on how. Yeah, I mean, they could have had, like they could have a book about all the stones and how to use the stones and what the stones are. Yeah, like what stones do what? Yeah, which, what's a smoke stone do? So what it just kind of seems weird that there's no books on it. Like I understand, like maybe using it's a bit different. Mm. But she could at least learn, like, read up on how you're supposed to use it and then could practice Like the specs, it. specs of it? Yeah. Yeah, something like that, for sure. But she doesn't seem to have any any idea. Well, I think that the point of them being in the Palladium is that they're looking for clues about the Void Bringers. And, uh, you know, they're, they're looking the up things like this. Again? Tell me again. The Void Bringers are this, like, ancient evil that Jasmine's researching. Oh, yes, 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 yes. They make but, like, the they're returning. Chaz, Chasm Fields. Or Chasm... Fiends. Fiends. Yeah, they, they, they're like, they're thinking maybe the Voidbringers were those uh, Chasm Fiend crap things. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, anywho, so they're, they're researching about it and, and Shallon sees that Shadows Remembered book, which is like that kid's book about like oh, monsters, but like Voidbringers. And she's like, apparently Jasmine is taking it seriously. And Shallon's like, why are you taking the kid's <laughs> book seriously? Maybe you should take it seriously if Jasmine's thinking you should take it seriously. Yeah, maybe, for sure. Mm. But like they have kids' books on Voidbringers, so? but they don't have a Soulcaster book. <laughs> like they don't have a kid's like, oh, wow, hey kids, uh, this is a Soulcaster, you will die. Like no book, anything like that. Yeah, yeah that's wild. That's crazy. And this is where uh, Capsule's chilling. He's trying to show uh, Jasna these little plates that he makes music on uh, to prove to Jasna the Almighty exists. Yes. Yeah. This is where I saw... This is... Oh, this is also where the jam starts. You called it weird for jam earlier. I did call it weird for jam. This is where it begins, because they're, like, flirting over jam. Oh, you're adventurous and like the outdoors if you like this jam. (laughs) Beginning of the chapter, there are pictures. Yes. Is this what he's trying to to make with the music? So he takes sand and he puts it on the plate and then he rubs it on the, and with this tone of the plate, uh, he makes each city differently. Yeah. So like Kolinar, uh, here, what is this, yeah. page 490, whatever, uh, is like this and Deednar is like that. 498. Deednar, excuse me. Yeah. And uh, Thalen City. So they all have these things. And uh, I think there is a blurb somewhere. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have it up right now. But basically, these are like kind of fractal representations. So they're actually like mathematically kind of cool. They're, I mean, they're very pretty. So it'd be like snowflakes have all different kinds of I could see things. though how this doesn't convince Jasmine though. I mean. Yeah. Well, like, there's also the thing where like Roshar itself is a Julia set. There's like a... Uh, a fractalization, uh, anyway, it, it's kind of a mathematical thing, but that's how we got the map of Roshar. And so, if you if you consider residence uh, frequencies mm-hmm. and how it works on sand, this is actually something that might actually pop up. So, it actually is kind of fun. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like, I guess, someone saying like the Grand Canyon and being like, God exists, you know? It's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Who else made the Grand Canyon? <laughs> a giant. 20 foot tall man with an axe that he drags behind him and a yeah. blue ox. That's what I thought. I mean, you know, if you believe, you'd be like, yes, that's exactly, you know, but if you don't believe, you'd be like, that's just nature. Right. Yeah. This is a natural formation that we need to uh, figure out why. Because, you know, when you need to show Jasmine that, she's going right. to be like, wow, what are the physical manifestations of this? Yeah, and how do you calculate kind of that? I do like the flirting going on with this guy. Um, are ardents allowed to get married? I forgot what you said. I, I don't think they are. I think they're like priests. They're supposed to be genderless. I do remember that. And I don't think oh. they're supposed to get married. That's like sometimes she'll be like, why is but you're so an artist. Blurry. Well, Jasna says it's because he's only interested in Shallon in order to get to Jasna and her soul cast, if you remember that. Oh, well, that's highly manipulative. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Ardence, man. That's why Jasna is kind of a. Oh, that's why she's atheist like, in the first place, right? I mean, you think that they're all holy, like, but it turns out, oh, like, they're not holy, us. and then 
you know, your entire worldview is crushed because not every single human being in this thing is God incarnate, you know? Even though, of course, they wouldn't be. And then moves on to the storm wall, which is an awesome scene where Kalani gets buffeted. He's sitting in the storm where they kind of tie him up to the side of the building and they... Uh, they just let the storm fall Wait, inside his face. Hold on. Why does Jasna think that the Arden's going to steal her soul caster? Because everyone's always after my lucky charms. Okay, but why does Jasna think that Arden. Because she's paranoid and she thinks that he's after her soul caster. How did she get the soul caster in the first place? I don't know that answer, actually. Like where she got the soul caster? Yeah, and then. She has one. Yeah. It's not too it? terribly important, but. Okay. Yeah, no, she got it from somewhere. And I guess Arden's like, oh, that's a holy relic, and you're, a, but then if it's such you know, a ho- you're an atheist or whatever. This is my other thing is if it's such a holy relic, and Arden's have them, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine, yeah. yeah. There's mm-hmm. actually, like, a class of people who are dedicated to using soul casters, and you see it on the Shattered Plains later, where people are actually, like, soul casting grain and stuff. Cool. Like, that's a thing. So, why, why then did King... Caravangian asked Jasna then to soul cast to save his daughter or something. Because Teravangian is a bit more on the intellectual side as well. But why do they call... They called him slow, though. They still he, slow. He is also slow. Okay. You will read and find out all about Teravangian. Okay. <laughs> that he, that son, of a, son of a gun. Yeah. No, he's... Uh, He's up to some no good tomfoolery. Oh, Don't ruin it for you, but uh, yeah, he's up. He's up to something. Also, for sure. your jam thing—it sounds a bit like astrology. He was talking about. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this one means that you like the outdoors and you know you enjoy adventure. Who doesn't? This one means you like long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one means that when you get angry, you're pretty mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> duh. So Callan's in Stormwall. Uh, he's getting thrashed around. Why did they give him a, um, like, a coin? Oh, it was just more of a lucky charm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know how, like, it's so not really lucky. thought it was lucky. weird to give someone money. Right. But, like, Greek, Greek mythology, like, when someone does die, they'll put, like, coins on someone's eyes to help them get into the afterlife with Charon, make sure you can pay the toll. So I wonder if there's something similar to that, where, like, Teft is like, hey, you know, here's Lucky Charms. I mean, you I guess die, you, you know. people get it back anyways, because the... Cause yeah, either way, die. exactly, yeah. It's just a little weird, like, oh, you're gonna die. Well, here's a dollar bill. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. I mean, it was a good thing he gave him the dollar bill. Oh, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. Without him knowing. But this was Teft, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, it's Teft. It's I think Teft might be a tad bit suspicious. Teft is the man, though. Well, I like Teft. Yeah, you're going to love Teft. Teft okay. is cool. Well, I... Because Teft gave it to him, and I was like, well, that seems odd, and then... I don't know. I think Teft is a bit suspicious. Yeah, Teft is thinking... That there's a little background with Teft where he knows that something might be up with Kaladin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well... Because we were talking about Secret Society earlier with Shallon. Yeah. And those guys with the diamond shapes, which I'm not sure if they're named yet. I don't think so. Anyway, uh, Teft's background has something to do with another uh, group that they do name. It's called the Invisagers uh, in one of his chapters. So there's he does have a little bit of background, so he should be suspicious to you. Okay. He should be suspicious of Kaladin? Well, when you say he is suspicious, you're correct. Oh, okay. And he has good reason to be. I mean, he's not suspicious, yeah. character-wise. So, and then in 35, I believe, is the, the high storm. Right. Poor, poor Kaladin. I just, I feel so bad for this guy. Like, he just cannot catch a break. No, he can't. I mean, <laughs> it just, I just feel so, I just feel so terrible. And it was, I knew he was going to survive. I mean, you can't. Just can't kill him. Right, you can't it's kill your main character. Have it's, a good it's, look. Yeah, it's it's a sort of anticlimactic, especially when I was like reading. I was like, and he opened his eyes. I was like, duh. Well, when I read that, I was like, that's awesome. Like, I don't know. He was hanging upside down. And he like, <gasps> you know, opens his eyes and was like freaking out. I mean, and Teft walked. I mean, you knew it was happening. I it, it they made it into a movie, and <laughs> if you've never read the book, maybe you would think that's epic. You know, but knowing that the Kaladin's going to be in, like, the next, like, whatever, how many books, uh-huh. you know he's not going to die. So it's a little, it's a little less 
anticlimactic or whatever. That was pretty fun that you mentioned that they made it into a movie because I feel like that scene was written to be, be put in a movie. movie. Like, yeah. absolutely. You know what? The way that, like, Taft, his little sergeant, walks yeah. out and he, like, checks him out. Yeah. <gasps> you know, the eyes open back to life. This would just be almost like Lord of the Rings kind of long. Oh. Very long. There's a lot of I've never gotten through Lord of the Rings. I always fall asleep. You mean the movies? The movies. The I movies have never. The movies are amazing. They're like 17 Oscars or something. I, I've never watched the whole thing. I cannot stay awake. Moving on. Speechless. We do not you just to, rendered me we speechless. We do not need to discuss this any further. Wow. We're talking about Way of Kings here. We can talk about Lord of the Rings <laughs> later. <laughs> we can just... Whew. Have that discussion. Um, <laughs> back to yeah, show? back. To, oh, oh, in the sphere that Kaladin had in his hand is oh, done. done. It should have been. It should you have know, charged. Yeah. by the storm. But, but it's not. so then the storm. If okay, well here's another, a semi like plot thing. Yeah. Um. Wouldn't this if the storm lightens the sphere? Yeah. And Kaladin gets his strength. Through the sphere. Yeah. Shouldn't he have been perfectly fine? Because he would have gotten all of the power through the storms. I, okay, so the storm makes investiture. What's an investiture? Which is the power stuff that you're talking about. Yes. Okay, and it is. it just gets trapped by, by spheres. Yeah? Yes. And so if you know... That you can do this during a storm, you would be fine. But Kaladin, because he's just starting out, doesn't necessarily know that. But then why would it work with the sphere then if he doesn't know how it works? And, and also, you can draw upon the storm. Is investiture that they're like, at, 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 as long as you're in the storm. So he didn't die when he probably should have. So you're right. The only yes. reason he's still alive is because of that. Yes. Yes. I, I hope I didn't ruin it. Shouldn't that have been a little bit more like epic of him almost like getting all of the power, you know? He had his little fairy creature like, it just putting her cute little hand out in front of him <laughs> and breaking the storm. And you wanted to do something more epic? Like, this is the guy's first step into stuff, and he's got little Sill out there, like, protecting you him. You had him, it like, was so cute. pick up some, awesome. some like, Fear and be like, ooh, look how awesome and amazing I am, and over oh, that come from and like throws it. But it's like this storm, which is the power that he is getting, it just kind of doesn't kill him, but still knocks him out. There's an incident within the storm. So he has that to, invests everything he has in that incident. To draw I think. on the storm purposely. There's... He doesn't have to draw on the. Purposely, I don't want to get into the technical loss of it right now, but there is a perpendicularity that happens within the storm at a specific part of the storm that you know probably what part of the storm that is, and it's the lightning instantaneous. And Kaladin can only get the investiture when that moment is happening. And from spheres that have taken it after that moment has passed in in the space time. When the, those spheres taken. Okay. Does that answer your question? No. Continue. I'm pretty sure that I'm correct on that. No, I'm sure someone else is going to tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> but that, that's the way I understand it. All right, continue. Okay, so moving on, we've got good old Shallon again. Shallon. And she's like, oh, I don't know if I should steal it. Oh, I want to steal it, but I can't steal it. And then uh, she doesn't steal the Soulcaster, but Jasmine says, all right, Let's do it. Practical demonstration. Oh, and she just annihilates people. And then she's all being, ooh, look at my wealth. Ooh, I'm a girl alone in the street. The oh, help me. What was the, the question or, that she was asking again? I don't know. Is it about preventing it or by, by luring the people who would do it to attack her or whether or not... Like, there was a whole... There was a bit of a, a demonstration on that, wasn't there? Like, there's a bit of conflict with, hey, if you lured them, is that entrapment... Or is that preventing them from hurting somebody else? Yeah. There's a bit of a thing there. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, we'll continue. Anyway, so then, then after they get back, Shallon says, all right, Jasna is insane. You just, she just killed four She's people. a murderer. She's a murderer. And she doesn't deserve this soulcaster. Yeah. So she yoinks it. I, I, again, while I was reading this, I think I pointed this out to you. I was like, how, like, funny, not funny, but tragic would have been 
if she had stolen the soul caster, you know, before they went into the the death street <laughs> and they got attacked and it'd been like it doesn't work she'd be uh, like tapping the man like <laughs> expecting him to turn into flames it's like someone clicking a gun yeah, and it's like, like there's no oh, ammo yeah like uh click click like, uh oh I mean, no, no I swear this is this should have worked uh why doesn't this work oh my gosh I said, that was really good of Shalom not to take the the soul caster. But then now sure. she's all, oh, well, she killed four people. I mean, technically, I mean, yeah, Jasna killed four you people. You are so forgiving of Jasna. You I are just do. a total Jasna file. She murdered four people. But she murdered four murderers. She like lightning the dude who was running away. I Joker style. How many people did she save? You'll never know. I don't know. There's a... I guess they should have had a trial, but whatever. She just got... She, then she She's a getting, princess of a foreign land. She was getting attacked. Okay. You know, she was going to get attacked. It would be like, so it's, you know, prince of, should I say Saudi Arabia, flies over to America and just offs some people in the street. And is like, ha diplomatic immunity, whatever. And then just bails. And everyone says, yeah, well, I mean, he's prince of Saudi Arabia. I guess he, you know, what am I supposed to do? I guess so. <clears throat> anyway, so that's basically what she did. So then moving on, we got Kaladin, uh, another flashback. So he's helping out his mom. Tien is being awesome. Shows, hey, look at my little stone. This is where you, I think you learn uh, about Tien. He's, he can't stand inside of blood, so he's going to be a carpenter. Yes. So you're like, because uh, I know you asked that on a previous episode. I did, I did. So like, well, why doesn't Tien just become yeah. a surgeon? Like, yeah. let, let Kaladin do his thing. Um, and so this is when they go to Rashon's yeah. establishment. Laurel? Yeah, Laurel. Sucks. What? She... I mean, I get yeah, that no, she, she totally does. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. For sure. It's like, oh my god, is she did she redeem herself? I mean, I get that she's in like a, this like precarious situation where her dad has died and now someone else is coming to take over and they're kind of you know rude. Right. So she doesn't want to stand up to them in order, and she doesn't want to get kicked out of the city or she doesn't make her life more miserable. But it just it just seems like such a just her character, like her herself. You know, I just. I don't know what I would do, but I just, I'd hope that I'd be a better, like, human being than to just kind of, I mean, they've been friends forever, and she's really mean to him in the kitchen when Roshan's son's like, go get me, you know, my food, and he's like, I don't do that, and and Laurel, like, kind of jumps on the bandwagon of, like, yeah, go get me my food. Yeah. This has been your friend for how long? Yeah, yeah. Like, your your loyalty and your friendship with him just switches off like that? Well, I mean, she is trying like, to be a little light-eyes. Like, before, she was the only one. And so she can afford to, like, kind of flirt with Cal and be like, hey, be a soldier and get your things so well, we can light-eyes together. Well, and Laura were supposed to get married. Well, that's what she was originally thinking. That's why Cal wanted to be a soldier, right? Kind of. So he can go and win a shard play and well, get his light-eyes and I go marry Laura. I think the dad and the king were talking about them eventually getting married. Oh, yeah. And so it just seems So, but of, now she's got this guy, really, what is his name, Relier? Yeah, but it's like, that's the guy that you're going to... He's a... He's, he's, I'm sorry for you, Laurel, he, but you're your really crappy character. It kind of means maybe you deserve him. Well, I mean, he... I just, I hate yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. But, like, he actually is a light-eyed kid. Like, I get bachelor, that. And she's a light-eyed girl. She can't find, like, a nicer light-eyed? that's the only other person in the town, if I'm not right. Why? She, her dad has died. This yeah. town is not the great greatest anymore. Yeah. It's pretty bad. She can't move to a different town to go find a light-eyed that's not so mean. Now, they have unrestricted travel per some uh, Herald's... The Herald of Justice thing was okay. Nail who 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 made that law that they can travel anywhere, but I think it is very difficult, and you can't just go somewhere and start a new but life. Like you don't have enough money in, if you don't. But you know? even in this chapter, um, on the way to go, I know we're jumping all over the place, but in when um, Cal and Liren were going up to go visit Rashawn, they even had a discussion about how maybe they should move out of the town. Yeah. And Calvin's like, well, why haven't we moved out of the town? And it sort of made sense of why they didn't before. I mean, he's friends with the king. They were thinking about their kids getting married. He had a good thing going. City he liked... lord, baby, not the king. Sorry, totally the city lord. Yeah. Sorry, the city lord. And his daughter getting married with his son. It, it, it kind of all made sense. You know, and the city lord wanted Kaladin to go 
become a surgeon to come back to this town. But now with this Roshan guy, it's like your town's turned on you. It's it's almost more awkward for you to stay. I know that people were being nice enough to give them food and, and whatnot, but it just, it kind of seems like you would be doing more of a service to your townspeople by just leaving rather than it being so awkward all the time. Yeah, no, for sure. They should and just leave. I think you have can, your spheres. They have the spheres, right. That's probably the, 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 the crux of the matter is, oh, you have the spheres, just go. And I get But, like, it. you know, they have their ties to their hometown, too. You know, I, like, Lear well, doesn't want to leave. He's got friends. And, no, he doesn't have friends. Well, I mean, he used to. And maybe he, but he, he doesn't. And he, he loves these people, though. I, he, I get it, but you know? it's, it's just, you know, you know, just like he told his son, sometimes you got to know when to let when go. When to let go, yeah. You know, use your own words or whatever but it just I understand also that he's got a little bit of a of an issue because if he leaves and Rashawn decides to kind of bash him but no one really seems to like Rashawn anyways so it's yeah. you know it's sort of like yeah it might be a little bit difficult to find your new spot but you would eventually find a city that would accept you not listen to Rashawn and, and you could redeem yourself, I guess, eventually. Because he, they can't prove that he stole those spheres. Even though in this chapter he says, I stole, I stole those spheres. spheres. Yeah. But he says, oh, I stole them, but like, you should give them anyway. Yeah. You're like, well, is that supposed to be morally better? I mean, you did technically steal those. But. You did steal them. Anyway, so this is also where Kaladin decides, you know what, I'm going to be a surgeon, not a soldier. Because Laurel betrayed him, and this whole reason he wanted to be a soldier in the first place was to have some light-eye stuff. Uh, chance, and he's like, you know what? Forget it. I'm gonna be a surgeon, and we're gonna yeah, do this. Yeah, well, this and, makes me a little bit sad because originally I thought that Cal had gotten his precarious position of a slave because he didn't listen to his dad, but now he's saying he wants to be a surgeon, and I'm kind of worried about what's going to happen to Kaladin. Oh, man. Like, how does he become a soldier now that he's just like, I'm going to become a surgeon, and I will, I'll go, and I'll... I'll um, why couldn't they go to to Carberth with with Kaladin to to learn how to become a soul uh, a surgeon? They probably wouldn't have enough money for the whole family to relocate on this really. It was probably like a school thing. Like, oh, we can sad. all do your school thing. We have to stay here and take care of the town. Like Lyrian's whole thing is that he's very honorable, and it's like, yeah, these guys don't like me. These guys don't whatever, but I have a role in this society. He's and he's honorable, but he's. But he did steal the stuff, so, so there's a bit. Honorable, is he? I mean, he's honorable in the sense that, like, you, in, in the sense of this book, actually, uh, you know, being honorable, you can kind of play around with the intent and the letter of the law, yeah. quote unquote. So moving on, this is where uh, uh, Kaladin is recovering. Yes. And yes. he sees all the death spread, and Teth yes. is like, hey, like, I have this kind of foreknowledge about. Something that's similar to this, and he kind of gives him some storm lights, and it turns out the Kaladin's sucking a bit. Yeah, he was like, oh, I need to give them to him slowly so he doesn't get, um, he doesn't get well too quickly. Which also, um, the soldiers, are, how is Kaladin's reputation not spreading? He's the only guy who has ever survived the high storms. Yeah, no, that's going to happen. Oh, okay. It yeah. hasn't happened yet. Because that's insane. Yeah. That he was out in a storm and he survived. Not only that, but he, like, was it 10 days? Yeah, and he's okay. Oh, 10 days. Actually, I didn't realize it was 10. Why? Well, 10 is, like, a huge important number. Oh. You know, 10, 10 heralds, 10 orders, 10, you know, everything. Right. Anyway, so, yeah, 10 days. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he comes back to life. And, I mean, he's going to have this thing. He always has a thing behind him, right? Even like with Kaladin's storm blessed with a uh, scene or Sen yeah. back in the thing. Like he's always going to have this thing behind him and he never okay. thinks that he can live up to it. It's actually quite sad. Okay. So we go back to Shallon who's just kind of moping. Uh, she's like, oh, I'm so scarred by, you know, Jasna killing these people. And you're like, yeah. so you're thinking like, you are scarred by Jasna killing people? Like what? is wrong with you. Well, I can understand seeing someone like die for the first time would probably be awful. I can mm. only assume. Yeah. And this is where, uh, you know, Capsule leaves some more jam <laughs> and, uh, you know, all this stupid Blue stuff. Flirty. So it's just, you know, well, they're right being... now I find him manipulative, so I don't know if I like it. Yeah. <clears throat> I still think that she's eventually going to meet Kaladin. 
I don't think they're gonna get together, but read and find out. Can we get together? You think so? Can you just tell me? I'm not gonna tell you. You're gonna have to uh, figure that one out. Fine, fine, fine. Um, so yeah, the last chapter I think is the one that you read. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where Kaladin comes back out, uh, and he, you know, he's still weak, but everyone's going, "Wow, I can't believe that you are alive." Rock. And this is where they uh, they give Rock that razor. Yeah. And he comes back. He's so like you know emotional about it. And they uh, they do a little stew again. Yeah. And everyone's just basically like this was celebrating. Just, I just kind of thought this was a this chapter like a good of feel hope. Good. Yeah, this is a feel good chapter for yeah, sure. Yeah, which I like because there's not a lot of those. It it is a kind of like Callan sort of going into his depression a little bit though. Yeah. Because he's saying like, oh, bridge bridge people die. Like they're just they're supposed to die. Yeah. It's like if getting your bridge crew is just a death sentence, then it's like, well, what's the point? I'm going to die anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And so Kaladin does this where he just gets mopey. He gets mopey. And he's because he's, so he's clinically depressed, basically, <laughs> you know? And yeah. so. Which I was really happy for him a while ago. I was like, oh my gosh, he found his purpose. Good for him. You know, everything, everything. Everybody else is having the time of their life right now, basically. He's all depressed. And he just can't enjoy it because he's just depressed. And I feel like if you have depression, for example, you would honestly completely relate to that. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, hell, even me on my birthday sometimes, you know, you're like, terrible on your birthday. Everyone's trying to have a party and I just can't even enjoy it because I'm just, yeah. I can't enjoy the moment. Like it's it's a big thing and you can't ever like, and and I completely get it. You know, I mean, it's not exactly depression, but it's, you know, you get moped on your birthday. You get moped. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, babe, that's it. That's chapter four. It was much easier to get through. Like the story's going. I'm enjoying the story. I like where the characters are. I'm invested. <laughs> nice. Yeah. As you continue through, It'll you're going to find that the pages just keep turning faster, faster. And I want to say even in part five, you'll be like, you won't be able to put the book down, at least in the latter half. I mean, I don't want to like, you know, hype it up too much for you because yeah, this isn't mine. Is this my favorite one? I think. Oathbringer does a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the book, he does a stand of lamps where he kind of gives you all the stuff. And you're like, what is this? Oh, my God. And it's the answer awesome. is I've been looking for. Yeah, exactly. So your overall view of the book so far. What do you think? Out of 10, you're thinking like 11 or oh. 8 plus? Is it bad when I'm like like a, like a solid 8? You're not. Like it's not bad seven, if you're an 8. Like a 7 or an 8? 7, 7. Seven's okay. Yeah. Seven's I mean, I think it's good. I, I like it. It's better than what it was. That's for sure. Well, you have to do a lot of setup. I know. I know you have to have the setup in order to enjoy the book. Because how would you read about it. Kaladin it's coming out of a slow. storm, the high storm, without knowing all I the know. other stuff? Yeah. I understand I had to get through it. It doesn't mean it was enjoyable to get through. Mm. It's hard to... Um, you try to make it cool with action sequences tried. and stuff. Yeah. It's very confusing to read at the beginning. I mean, it's not like he like throws an encyclopedia down and he's like, "Boom, learn Roshar." No, and then we'll talk about the story. You know, I mean, you heard me. I, I had issues with him in a, some stone that was apparently a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the builders put it down. The builder guy, the guy who built it thousands yeah. of years ago. So, but I'm I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. Correct. Do you have any additional like questions or? No, I still know that Kaladin's a stormlighter. Oh, for sure. Yep. Um, I I still have suspicious of Shallon. I, I think it's gonna blow up in her face. I I like Jazz now. I think she will eventually get converted. I don't think she's gonna stay a, a, her, a heretic. Heretic. A heretic forever. I, I and now that you pointed out that what's the Arden's name again? Oh, Capsule. I I feel he's a bit shady now that you told me that he was being manipulative. Well, it was Jasmine who said that. I thought you told me he was being... No, no, I said that Jasmine said that he was trying to flirt with Shallon to get the Jasmine to their soul counselor. Oh. That was, that was yeah. literally what Jasmine said. Oh. So I'm, I'm, I'm a bit suspicious now of the Ardent. Ah. Now that it's been repointed out to me. Gotcha. Um, I feel like Sadius is going to somehow get a hold of Kaladin, which will somehow make him go to Dalinar, which 
I feel like that scene's going to be really cool. You like think Caleb so? and meets Dalinar. Okay. If it's not, I'm really disappointed. Okay. If they like never meet. So Wouldn't yeah, it be cool if sure. Dalinar was seeing Kaladin's face and his visions and was like, it's you. And they're what? like, he's just a slave. And they're like, he's not. Do you know? Trust me, this guy's awesome. And they're like, Dalinar, you're really losing it. Yeah. That you're putting all of your faith into this slave, you know? I feel like that, that's maybe where it's going. That'd be pretty sick. Is that not where it goes? That might be where it goes. We don't know. You can tell me now. I'm not going to tell you yes or no. You can read and find out. What Is happens. it not where it goes? That's not where it goes. Okay. Anyway, so... <laughs> that would be cool, though. Do you have any other, like, predictions or future? Mm-hmm. Do you think you want to happen? Other than, like, Shaladin, obviously. I or maybe, like, Kaladalinar, you know? Is, is that what yeah, that is? Yeah, I ship Dalinar and Kaladin. <laughs> I like that one. I want them to meet. They're I feel the like... coolest people in the series, I would say. They're oh, awesome. Oh, really? I yeah. thought you liked Adeline. Dalinar is my number one boy. I thought you liked Adeline so much. Adeline's cool. Okay, he's, he's awesome. He's a ladies' man. He's awesome. He's everyone's rock. Sure, like, he's just a support character. But Dalinar's... Dalinar's the man. Okay. Yeah, maybe because I'm a dad. Did you tell me that, like, Liren comes back in? Like, yeah, everybody comes back in. All these characters are crucially important well, to the story. you told me that Tien died, so... I didn't tell you that Tien died. You did. What? When did I say that? A while ago, you told me that Tien died. No, no, no. They told me in the book that Tien died. In the beginning, that's why he, like, sins so much, because it's, like... Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. Jesus, I didn't ruin that for you. Oh, my gosh. And so I'm talking about spoilers. I just never know what's revealed no, to you when. No, you didn't spoil it. The book, the book told me that Tian died. Whew. Glad that wasn't me. <laughs> so not everyone comes back. Well, not everybody. That's true. Well, if you enjoyed this, feel free to uh, send us an email at drinkingbystormlight at gmail.com or uh, send us, see us on Instagram at drinking, drinking at drinkingbystormlight. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and feel free to give us a review wherever you hear this. Yeah. Uh, thanks, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.